Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. And then, you know, last man standing, okay? Yeah, so right. last man standing. So that's that's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Trying to figure out who's going to be the last man standing for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah. Let's get back to business, man. Is that cool? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah okay, I'm just making sure. Ain't nothing wrong having a roster. Shout out to Lori Harvey. Coach. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, that's what motivates you right now? That's I, I rock with Lori. Lori. She doing her thing. You don't think Lori a thought? Never. I don't think she a thought. Hmm. Because man's doing the same thing she doing. But she get the backlash because she's a woman. Right. And I don't like it. Right, but... That... She's dating. She's trying to figure out who she like. Different personalities. Trying to figure out who she like. She go from... And y'all go from... We could do that, though. No, you can't. Uh-uh. Team Lori Harvey. Team Lori. Shout out to Lori. You're doing your thing. Ain't nothing wrong with it. She having a good time for not a long time. I really wish I could just, like, speak high, speak on uncut. Describe myself in two words, rich and unemployed. These stones cost two birds. Let it count it when she bored. Deposit hit chicks, clearing ace. Nothing void. I know that ain't my ex calling. Null and void. Where we going? Money going up. Money counting. My money going up. To the Rich and Unemployed podcast. And before we get started, make sure you guys like and subscribe to the channel. We're growing, we're growing very fast. Um, make sure you guys check out the website and copy some merch. This is one of the new t-shirts I haven't put on the website yet, but it will be on there soon. Um, shout out to Rack Boys clothing brand. Um, this is how I got on. Uh, also, make sure you guys check out the Discord. I said Discord. Discord, um, where I'm teaching guys how to level up in life. Now, we got a very special guest today. Iced out. Money getting. Go ahead, introduce yourself. What's going on, y'all? My name is Princess Dior, the mogul, the queen of turning liabilities into assets. Okay, why they call you Princess Dior? Because you wear Dior? You know, that's a middle name. Oh, for real? Yeah. Okay, okay. I thought it was like from the designer. Nah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm unique. Okay, so do you try to wear a lot of Dior? Of course I do. I'm hmm. sponsored. You know, it's light work. All right, the cap. The cap got to stop. Light work. Light work. Mogul drip. You did. Mm-hmm. So you said assets over liabilities. Queen attorney. Queen. Turning liabilities into assets. Well, you're the princess. Yeah. So which one is it? No, I'm the queen of it, though. I'm okay. On, I'm on top. How do, why, do you, why do you label yourself as the queen of it? Because I'm the authority of literally turning nothing into something. I could literally turn $500 to make it $5,000. I'm an okay. ultimate hustle, hustler. Yeah. Yeah. So what you what do you do? Tell tell us what everything that you do. Definitely. So I call myself the serial entrepreneur. Um, I do credit. I'm a credit specialist. I have an exotic car rental business. 
and have a lot of um, multiple Airbnbs, real estate, um, get into the restaurant industry. So I'm an investor, all around investor. Right. How long you been doing this? So I've been on the grind for six years, um, but this is my, I've been a full-time entrepreneur for a year now. Yeah. And what business did you start off with? What? So I started off with car rentals. So I've been doing exotic car rentals uh, since 2016. So I haven't paid a car note since then. 2016, that's when it kind of really started. Yeah. Yeah. Only private though, I don't do Toro. Uh, never did Toro? Never did Toro. Ever? Ever. In 2016? Ever, I do all private. I got the clientele for it. How did you um, just jump straight into this private? Because uh, my uncle already had a car rental business already, so he was already renting cars to people that were doing movie sets and video shoots. Yeah. All the celebrities, and he used to always rent out my mom's RV for celebrities to sit in there and be comfortable. Uh -huh. And so what I did was I found my professional athlete friends, mm -hmm. and I went to get their cars and gave them to them. So I started getting like the Raves, the Lamborghinis, the G-Wagons, and I shipped them to his... Um, his company, and I leveraged my friend's cars to where now I can make $5,000, $10,000 part-time. Hold on, so you reached out to people that you knew, yep. celebrities, and asked to borrow their car. Yep. And they were just okay with it. Yep. It was my friends, so. Did you offer to pay them? So I offered to pay them, they said I didn't have to pay them anything because they, I'm a hustler. So they were just like, Princess, if I can help you make money, then I'ma do it. So I was like, yo, I just need to borrow your car. I wanna rent your cars out because you gotta think about it. Athletes, they're, they're um, in season for like eight months, right? Yeah. And so the cars are just sitting there. Uh -huh. So I was like, yo, let me just borrow your cars and sit there, let's make some money. And they told me I didn't have to pay them because I was already making millions of dollars. And they seen me struggling because I was straight out of college. Yeah. And so I gave it to my uncle to manage. I had to do no pickups, no drop-offs at all. And my uncle was literally giving me $5,000, $10,000 every single month. Wow. So, okay, how did, how did you even meet these uh, athletes? They were my friends. How? From college. College, going to events. We just built a what, relationship. What college you went to? So I went to Cal State Bakersfield and ran track. Oh, I thought you was a basketball player. No, I ran track. That's it, okay. Yeah. So, like, when you say... Athletes, like these are basketball players, football players, and football players. All football. All football. It's not making. It's not making sense. What you mean? It's not making sense. You're, you're, <laughs> you you run track, but you got football player as just football players. There's no basketball players. It's just football players. Football players. Mm -hmm. So it was football players that I met from mutual friends. Just going out. You know, all the athletes hang out with each other: basketball, football, uh -huh. track. And then, you know, Facebook, Instagram, we all know each other. So mm -hmm. they see me hanging out with people. They're acting like, who, who, is this, who is this girl? Mm -hmm. And plus, I was selling all the SEC, was ACC, uh, pack, it was Pac-10 back then, uh, Dr. Dre headphones. Yeah. Like custom Dr. Dre headphones, mm -hmm. too, as well. So everybody out there had custom Dre headphones because of me. Mm -hmm. So I was out there hustling. And so they seen that, and they just mm -hmm. wanted to see what I did. Where are you from? Cali? From L.A. L.A. Okay. Crenshaw, the VA's at, you know. That's the hood? Yes, the hood. Nipsey? Yeah. Mm. Florence and Venice. You, was you ever gang influenced? No, but I know my family is. Yeah. I grew up, I grew up in the area. Facts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, at what point did you start getting your own cars? Like, okay, you borrowing cars from your friends and stuff like that. So, at what point did you just... It took me a year to get my own car. So, my first cars I got was the i8 and the Maserati. 
and then I started renting those out. And um, I was fortunate enough to find renters uh, to rent it out long term. So now they pay me double the car note. So now I really don't have to worry about my cars getting wrecked. Um, I don't gotta worry about nobody stealing my cars and all like that because I have high uh, clientele. Mm -hmm. So that's why I said that's why I only do private rentals because I know you heard a lot of horror stories. I, don't, I really don't have those horror stories. I mean, any car that I get, I'm a dog them out. You see, I can't rent to you. <laughs> but you ain't gonna know though. I ain't gonna say dog them out, but I drive fast. I'm, I'm spinning out 360s. I'm driving fast, 100 miles an hour. That's just how I drive. Why? I don't know, it's just me. And then when it's not my car, I have no ties to it, so like. That's why I can't rent to you. Well. You probably, you probably the person that stand on uh, cars and stuff and take photos, mm -hmm. huh? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. See, y'all can't do that. Yeah, yeah. No. So, okay, so how did you get these cars? Did you use your own credit, business credit, or what? Yep, I used my own credit. So I went the personal route. Yeah. I used my personal credit, because back then I, know, I didn't know nothing about business mm -hmm. credit. So I got it all in my personal um, personal name uh -huh. report. So now, do you get all your cars in business? Yes. Mm -hmm. Only car I don't have in my business is my Lamborghini because I wanted that uh, trade line to hit my personal um, account. So then from there, since I have a 100K car on my personal um, credit report, now after that, I can refinance it, put it in my business um, name. Mm -hmm. But when I want to go get another high-end car, I won't have no problem. I won't have to put down 20% down payment right, right. on the next one I get. So do you choose um, your business credit over personal credit because you can get more cars or? So what? it won't be, so you won't sell that debt mm -hmm. at the income ratio. Uh -huh. So that's why you put, you want to put everything in your business name. So do you have multiple businesses? Yes, I have probably like 10 LLCs. 10 and all of them have cars? No, not all of them have cars. Uh -huh. Only a couple of them have cars. Uh -huh. But I can, it's this hat called Bank of America Play where you can get up to four um, auto loans, commercial auto loans under mm -hmm. one LLC. So a lot of my mentees run that play. Mm -hmm. I think um, Mitch was talking, telling us yeah, about that. Yeah, so you can, you can, I have mentees that got like eight cars um, mm -hmm. within a week running the Bank of America Play. Eight cars. Eight cars within a week running the Bank of America Play. But you can't get like high luxury cars. You can. Mm -hmm. As long as on your personal uh, credit report, you have a 100K auto loan or more, you can get whatever high-end car you want with no problem. But if you don't have that 100K auto loan, you're going to have to put 20% down. Well, well I'm going to get the 100K... I'm gonna get the 100K car on my credit. So you can go to a website called Swap a Lease, uh -huh. and then you can literally lease a car uh, for 100K for like eight months, and have, make sure when you um, uh, lease it that that uh, auto loan is gonna report in your personal credit report. So tell me about Swap Lease, because um, I've been on the page and I thought about getting like some excited, like a Rolls Royce or something. Mm -hmm. So like, how is the process? So basically what you do is you reach out, you find a car, you reach out to the person who's selling it, mm -hmm. and then you just, they run your credit, and that's it, that's pretty much it. That's it? That's it, just like you getting a regular car at the dealership. They're gonna run your credit, they're gonna see if you, mm -hmm. uh, you qualify. know, you approve, you qualify, that's it. So do, do you have to get a loan, or you just automatically that loan transfers over so to So it's you? gonna be a lease, so that's you gotta go through their finance person, mm -hmm. and that's it. So have you used Swap Police? I haven't used Swap Police at all because I didn't need to. Uh, I didn't have to go that route, but I have mentees who have gone that route and you know rented from, I mean, got cars from Swap Police to where now they have like either exotic or like a mid luxury car. Yeah. And sometimes they'll wrap the car too as well. So the car knows paying for itself too as well. You say and wrap. 
So they'll go to uh, Rapify, and Rapify will pay them to put a business on the car. So now they're making $300 to $500 a month just off that company wrapping their car. Yeah, but if you wrap the car with like a company like logo and stuff like that, if people gonna really just wanna rent out. So now you can rent the car to people who do DoorDash, people who do Uber Eats, and they'll uh -huh. drive the car all day too as well. You gotta think, they're hustling too, so they're gonna work for eight hours. But not the luxury cars. Some people do luxury cars, they are wrapped those too as well. Cause you gotta think about it. My good, I'm gonna I'm I'm give you an example, my cool, cool nerd. Like he got the digital brand. His yeah. whole Range Rover is yeah. wrapped. Yeah. You know what I mean? You see that Range Rover everywhere. Mm -hmm. So he could probably bring his Range Rover to somebody who's doing Uber Eats and have somebody drive his car all day. He gonna get so, so much exposure. Fact, and get paid at the same time. Get paid at the same time. Just off renting the car. Mm, that's a play. That's a play. So at what point did you get start getting into like credit? You, you became this credit yeah, master. Yeah, so I got into credit um, last year, mm -hmm. like fully. And because my family and friends wanted to start investing, so I had to figure out a way to where we can get funding. And it's all about the power of credit. So I had to fix that credit. Everybody had bad credit, even myself. I had a 590 credit score. And I'm embarrassed because my mom taught me about credit because she's a top realtor. Mm -hmm. But in college, I just did my own thing. I maxed out all my credit cards, just doing dumb stuff, not being responsible and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so when I learned how to fix my own credit, I went from a 590 to a 750 credit score. And then from there, I went and got 100K plus in funding to where now I can invest in like Airbnb and real estate. My friends do the exact same thing too as well after I fix their credit. And I'm gonna give you another example. Now, me and my business partner, we just opened up uh, a restaurant, you know, in Houston because mm -hmm. of having the power of credit, mm. putting our money together. So just think about it. We have, if I have five friends and I help my five friends get 100K in funding, that's 500K that we can go out and invest in real estate. We can start a car rental business. We can do, you know, Airbnb, multiple units. We can go get a 12 unit real estate, you know, apartment and stuff like that by just me having joint ventures of my friends. Right. So is this all 100K in once or is like breaking down, broken down in like multiple credit cards? Oh, I can get, yeah, multi, in multiple credit cards and loans too as well. Uh -huh. So let's say like another uh, play is lines of credit. Like with Blue Vine, I got 100K of lines of credit from Blue Vine that go straight into my account. Right, so I can leverage that to go do a truck. I use, I actually ran that play to go invest in my trucking business with my business partner uh -huh. um, last year by getting 100K from Blue Vine, and I want to use that money to get, start my own trucking business. See, when people hear this stuff, like they don't think it's really possible. Like, oh, you got 100K. Like, I don't. Like, people think it's really not possible to get these loans. Like, what's the qualifications that that you have to have to get these big loans? I know the episode is getting really good. Before we dive any deeper, I need to get into the sponsor for this today's episode. Being an entrepreneur, creating and maintaining a business is tough. We all know this. There's a thousand other people that's grinding just like you. What I'm getting at is you don't have to do this alone. Did you know that there's a morning call every day, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern? It's called the Morning Meetup, made for you. It's created by David Shans, the top entrepreneur who built multi-million dollar businesses. Yes, you heard this correctly. This is a group made by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Do you feel stuck? That means you need to get into the room with high-level entrepreneurs. Get in the room. Basically, if you're tired of holding your own weight and it's entrepreneurship, you need to join. www.themorningmeetup.com. Join, connect, grow. I'll see you guys there. It's back to the episode. Yeah, so to get these big loans, it's called a 90-day sequence. 
So you, one thing you want to do is have, like I have multiple LLCs, right? Mm -hmm. So I literally make sure each bank account that I have have a 20K plus coming in every single month in a sequence, right? Mm -hmm. And so when, I, when they run my credit, they're also looking at my credit score and they're also looking at how much money I have in my bank account mm -hmm. to qualify me for the lines of credit and also for credit cards and any other loans that I want to get. Mm -hmm. And so I need to, you know, say you want to make sure you have a 720 credit score, at least. You want to have less than four inquiries, 100% uh, payment history, no negative accounts at all. And you want to have 10 plus positive accounts. And with those positive accounts, I know a lot of people, you probably heard people saying, just put some trade lines on there so my credit yeah. score can go up. That's not all you need. Mm -hmm. You need at least, you know, seven of your own primary accounts too as well. So I tell my students and my clients to go get self-lender, credit strong, kickoff, installment loans, um, unsecured credit cards if you just starting out, and also Navy Federal pledge loans. You got Navy Federal? Yeah, I do. Ooh. I just don't use it. <laughs> Why you don't use it? I don't know. I got I got another um, credit union that I use. All right, so I'm gonna give you the play on Navy Federal to help you get a hundred points increase right mm -hmm. now. So this is what this is a play that I use and my students have used. So let's just say you're just starting out and you get approved for a 10k credit card, right? Yeah. I will liquidate that 10k credit card, right? And I'll use that 10k and take it to never Navy Federal and do a pledge loan. So I'm basically using my cash mm -hmm. and turn into a installment loan and paying off 95% of that loan. And then within 30 days, my scores gonna go up at least 50 to 100 points. Like I've seen it. Mm -hmm. So that's a play that people sleep on that you can do to get your uh, credit score to boost super fast. Let me ask you about the credit repair because mm -hmm. um, I know I, I didn't went through a bunch of credit repair guys and gurus and ooh, let's talk about it. And they don't shit don't get done. I know it don't. Why? Because people fluff. That's why I'm all bars, no fluff. I'm they saying fluff. though, like, they doing what they supposed to. They, they send they, in the they, letters. So people get, I ain't gonna lie to you, a lot of credit gurus out here, they are money hungry, right? They're money hungry. Yeah. They just think about the money. They don't think about the impact, right? They, they get all these clients and now they're overwhelmed. Yeah. Well, I tell somebody, if I have too many clients, I tell them I can't take them. I have a long waiting list for people to get their credit fixed through me. Yeah. Because I, if I can't take, if I can't do it myself, then I'm not gonna take, I'm not gonna take your money. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna, you know, scam you, mm -hmm. right? So a way to get away from that, what I did was I scaled my business by hiring virtual assistants. Mm -hmm. So now I have three virtual assistants that help me repair people's credit. So now I don't have that problem of people saying, "Princess, you know, scam me or didn't help me get, yeah. you know, the 700." Like every client that I have, I definitely help change their life. I fix their credit, help them build credit. And then I help them leverage it to get approved for a home, a car, or help them get funded to start a six-figure business too as well. Every one of them. Every one of them. Because when a client comes to me for credit repair, they have a goal in mind, mm -hmm. right? So I ask them, what's your goal? What are you trying to accomplish? And they tell me, and I give them homework to do to get that um, accomplished. Uh -huh. Okay, so when it comes to like deleting things off your credit. Yes. How effective are you with that? Very effective. First and second round, I'm getting at least 30 the same percent of that negative stuff off. Student loans, medical bills, bankruptcy, child support. What you got? So what you... <laughs> we, we getting inquiries off with I got. I only got student loans. Days. I got um, a car on there. And they just not coming off. What you mean they not coming off? Man, they ain't coming off. They just don't come off. I done did an FTC report. 
I didn't uh, froze my um, my information with LexisNexis and all the other uh, companies. They just don't come off. So one way you could do it, you could send a permissible purpose letter in. So that's basically telling the credit bureaus that you didn't give you didn't give them permission to report that negative stuff on your credit report. Mm -hmm. So you gotta think about it. People think these credit bureaus is the government. They're not. They're just credit reporting agencies. They yeah. get paid to report negative stuff on your report. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I send a permissible purpose letter, and then after that, if they don't um, respond, I send a demand to comply letter, letting them know that you're violating, you know, my rights. And if you don't get the stuff, if you don't investigate this in five days, then it's a compliance. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go to the CFPB, uh, FTC, and let them know that you're in violation, and you have to delete everything off my credit report if you don't respond back within the next 45 days. So they have 30 days to, to mm -hmm. you know, respond to your investigation. Mm -hmm. How much do you charge? You know, it depends. It depends. So you have a set uh, price? I do, but it depends on what you got on there. You know, bankruptcies are more, child support is more too I ain't got well. them. I got the minor stuff. You know, you talk to me. You, talk, you gotta talk. The prices are, prices are different for everybody. You know what I mean? Hmm. All right, say less. So I might use you. This is gonna be the fifth person. I'm gonna get it done. Okay. I got a whole team. And if you need it done within 30 days, I can get it done legally by suing the credit bureaus. People sleep on that. You know, you can sue the credit bureaus too as well in small claims court and get paid. Mm -hmm. But people sleep on that on that uh, strategy too as well. So I have that strategy too. So I have many strategies how we can get your credit fixed. Yeah. So did you get like a mentor to teach you all this stuff? Or? I got a mentor. Uh-huh. So my mentor taught me how to fix credit, taught me how to get funding and just taught me how to, uh, you know, run different plays to leverage my credit, to make investments, travel for free. Mm -hmm. And then for me, I just, I'm a student of the game, so I keep learning from different people. Facts, I did see you at InvestFest. Yes. Did you, did you learn anything? I learned a lot. Mm -hmm. I learned a lot from Tyler Perry, Steve Harvey, Ma uh, Milano, uh, who else? Uh, Angela Lee, mm -hmm. they all killing it. Slutty, Slutty Vegan. No, I, miss, okay. I missed all that. I only seen um. I miss it. I seen Tyler Perry. What? I only came for one day for a couple of hours. Oh, you tripping? Yeah, but Tyler Perry was enough. Really, just being in the atmosphere was enough. Yeah. What? I'm, I'm mad at you missed. It. I'm mad you missed Tyler Perry. I missed out on a lot. Really, I was supposed to have like a booth set up in there. I was supposed to have like a live podcast going on. I was supposed to be selling merch. I missed out on a lot because when I went in there, I didn't really. I wasn't thinking like how impactful it was gonna be. I was like, oh yeah, investor is coming. Just another conference. And then when I, when I walked in there, I was like, and then like the love I was getting, like from people that knew me and watched my podcast, like, yo, like, yeah. it's you. Yeah. I should have my shit set up. But I know next time. Yeah. I know for every major event, every You gotta conference. have the booth set up. Everything. I'm having the booth set up next time too. I feel yeah. like it's all good. What you gonna do, on credit repair? No, I got a uh, merch. I got a Mogul Talk merch line. That's going crazy. Oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah. Going crazy? Going crazy. I got these black little sweaters. It's sold out every time. Yeah? Yeah. How long you been doing that? Uh, since last year. Yeah? Yeah, going crazy. I'm about, I, I'm about to scale it soon. How did you get it more. to like just take off like that? I have a great team. I have a great production manufacturing team. So mm -hmm. shout out to my best friend, Kristen. Shout out to my designer, um, Michael. Yeah. So I people on the West Coast? On the West Coast in LA. Uh -huh. so, so you don't deal with anybody overseas? No, everything is made in America. Nice. So they've been looking out. They've been scaling, scaling my clothing line. We got some dope design that's about to come out soon. Um, so I'm gonna drop them next month. 
with the black well sweater. I gotta get you one. I gotta, I gotta, you know, I know you with the, you know, rich and unemployed gear. Yeah, I'm gonna get you some, some mogul merch too. I wear it. I wear it. I'm trying to scale my um, clothing brand up. I don't put enough energy into it. You got to. You gotta get you an intern. I do. Yes. I do. You can't do everything. Facts. So how big is your team? Just overall, not just your clothing, like, with all the stuff you got going on. It's big because I can't do every investment. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of business partners. So when it comes to the car rental business, I have a business partner on the West Coast that's holding it down for me. When it comes to, you know, my clothing line, like I said, my, my best friends, they run that. Mm -hmm. And then when it comes to the Airbnbs, I run that with um, another business partner, professional athlete. Mm -hmm. And we have a, a bigger team in Houston that helps us do everything as far as the Airbnbs, the restaurants. And, car, and exotic car rentals too as well. Where are, you, where are you stationed at? LA or Houston? So, I'm by Coastal. Okay. <laughs> so, um, um, I have, I'm permanently in LA, I'm part-time in Atlanta, and I'm part-time in Houston. Facts. So how you do that? With the Airbnbs or like what? Yeah, what you mean? So like, do you use your Airbnbs as leverage to like, you know, stay in the cities? Yeah. So, if I'm not in Atlanta, then I rent out my, um, my apartment privately. Facts. Everything is private. Everything's private. Yeah. I only want only want a certain clientele and everything I have. I don't want no problems. But I want everything to run smooth. How do you how are you keeping the the apartment, you know, like running? You know, if it's if it's not getting any type of marketing. Oh I'm the market. I'm the marketer. You know, that many people just come to Atlanta and Houston, like, I got an apartment, I got an apartment. Yeah, people really, I get referral-based customers. Like, people know I have an Airbnb, and they hit me up and say, Princess, is it available? And I say, yeah, just like with cars. I don't, I don't need Toro. I don't need those platforms. Huh. When it comes to certain, the certain uh, cars or apartment. Mm -hmm. Now, I do have, you know, I have theme Airbnbs. Those are on Airbnb and Booking.com and my... Airbnb in LA is on Airbnb too as well. But if I have a high-end client that needs to stay at those Airbnbs, we, we taking the, the money up front. Yeah. We don't need those platforms. We don't, we don't, we don't cut out the middleman. Okay, so but the Airbnbs in, in LA, they have like a strict rule, but like it's only three months out of the year or six months or something yeah, like that. Yeah, so we have an Airbnb that's in Irvine. And so they have to book it for 30 days. It has to be long-term. It can't be short-term. So when I first got our Airbnb up, somebody booked it for 75 days. Easy money. I told you, I'm a mogul. I don't do no work. <laughs> it don't you know seem I mean? like it. You seem like you got a team member for everything. I got a team. I got I got systems. It's all about the systems that you put in place. And mm -hmm. I'm and I'm not gonna lie. Like I'm highly blessed, and I, I have great business partners. Yeah. Like, these are like my true friends. Mm -hmm. Like I'm the I'm the brains of everything. That's why I'm a, I'm a student of the game. I invest into these mentorships, and I give them an idea, and they run with it. Mm. They come up with. Sometimes they come up with the bread. Sometimes I don't have to come up with the bread. Mm -hmm. They come up with it. And then we just run the play from there. Mm -hmm. I mean, do you have any situations where like people not doing right? Because I mean, I had situations where like I invested in certain businesses, business ideas, and whether it be like a family member or a friend, they don't take it as serious. So I haven't had that problem yet, but I can tell you a problem I did have mm -hmm. with one of my exotic cars. So one of my exotic cars, I gave it to uh, this guy to manage. Mm -hmm. And he didn't do what he was supposed to do. Mm. He basically ran off on me. With the car? Not with the car. He gave the car back, but he didn't give me my bread. Uh-huh. So, I mean, that's a, that's an issue right there. That mm. He didn't give me my bread. He didn't agree to our terms. Mm. And we have a whole contract and everything like that. But 
He literally let somebody, I guess, drive my car for free, or he didn't collect collect the money from him, or whatever. But I didn't get paid for it, so I take that L. So what happened? You never heard from him again? He, he dodging me still. <laughs> so I might take him to court. How much money is it? Almost like ten bands. But ten bands, you gonna end up losing like more money coming out of pocket, like paying for lawyers for fees. I mean, yeah, but still, I want to set an example. <laughs> I, I want to let Don't him try go. me. Like, don't try me. And I'm not gonna lie, I think. Women entrepreneurs, like people like try us. Yeah. Cause they think we weak. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's why I have a lot of male business partners. Uh-huh. So when I bring them to meetings, I want them to know I want them to take me serious. Right. You know what I mean? So sometimes when I go to business meetings by myself, they don't take me serious. Mm-hmm. So I make sure in every meeting that I have, you know, one of my business partners on online, even if they're not doing the business with me, I act like they are. Mm-hmm. Just for leverage. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want nobody bullying me and, you know, cutting me out as far as the pricing and negotiation and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I gotta make sure I got a mail on the phone or in the meeting with me at all times because of that. Because I feel like people are taking advantage, you know, of me. I mean, you know, they, they try to finesse women. They, they, all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? I get frustrated with that. Uh-huh. And it's not right. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I get <laughs> I get tested all the time. And my best friend be having to, like, talk me down mm-hmm. all the time. I feel your pain. Like, I, I try not to, like, when it comes to dealing with women in business, like, I definitely try to keep, like, business and pleasure very separate. Mm-hmm. But do you get guys that try to come at you? All the time. And try to get some free shit? Or just, just cause that you yeah. just pretty? Free stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a couple people slide the DMs. How do you separate the business and pleasure? I just let them know off that, like, this is a business transaction and it's, it's nothing more than that. Like we, we can't we can't make a business a pleasure because it wouldn't work out. Like I already tried that already and it, it just it just uh. What if it was Drake that wanted to rent a car? Yeah, I'm gonna rent the car to Drake. I'm saying no, that's not what I meant. <laughs> like Drake was trying to holler. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh what? <laughs> if Drake holler, I'm gonna you know, shoot my shot, you mean like I'm gonna take the risk on that one because I need to get, you know, he got a lot of stuff going on. He got the private jets, he got OBO, um, got the festivals. He, I know he's doing a lot of investment, so I need to figure out what he got going on. So, so, I can, so you gonna use him? No, it's not using. It's not using. It's not using at all. Explain. So, you gotta think about it. I'm gonna bring value to him, he gonna bring value to me, and we're just gonna make it work. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, exchange okay. for exchange. Mm. You might not have nobody on this team that know how to do credit. You might not have nobody on this team that could be bring other business deals to him, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm going to figure out a business deal to bring to him so we can build our relationship up. Okay, so when, like, I got to start asking about dating. All right, so when you do date, guys, like, are you coming to them with the same type of mindset? Like, you got something, I bring something to the table. So... It depends on the guy, cause some guys, you know, they might not, they might not, they might be nine to five workers. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them don't have the mindset of an entrepreneur. You date guys with that's nine to five? I do. Yeah. I do. Okay. I don't judge. I don't discriminate. Mm-hmm. Even if I, you know, even if I do make more money than them, that's cool. Because in my mind, I'm thinking of if I can help them become an entrepreneur or help them become an investor, then the relationship can work out. Mm-hmm. But I can't date a person that just won't be a nine to five for the rest of their life. I can't do that because it just wouldn't work out because I'm traveling the world. 
and I'm just having the time of my life, they might get jealous, they might envy me mm-hmm. for the things that I have, and they don't have. You don't think they'll get jealous or envious about just you having more money than them? Some, or let their ego get away? Some yes, some no. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I had a situation where a guy was envious of the stuff that I have, and it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. I had to let it go, and he was very toxic, and very jealous mm-hmm. of the things that I have. Mm. Because his life wasn't in the, you know, right. He was depressed and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I was trying to, like, help him, but he didn't want help. You know how you guys are. Y'all got egos. I don't know what you're talking about. Guys have egos. Mm-hmm. And if they're not making the money that they're supposed to be making, or if their woman is making more money than them, uh-huh. then it's, like, depressing. Y'all want to be the provider. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it didn't work out. So, if you want to be the provider. So, why you don't get a... a- why you don't like chase the not chase? I mean, Ooh. Sorry. <laughs> Why don't you go after or uh, deal with you know guys that have more money than you? Okay, so this is the thing. When it comes to guys that have more money, I've dated guys who have more money than me, and it's a power thing, and I don't like it. So I've dated a professional athlete, and the things he wanted, I just couldn't provide. Like he wanted to be be the housewife. He didn't want me to start my own business. Um, he almost didn't want me to go to college. He wanted me to drop out of college. So, cause he wanted me to be there for him while he was playing in the league. Mm. So it's like, I don't want to drop my my goals and ambition for what he has. Mm. I want to do my own thing. Mm. So it just want to work out. So I wasn't chasing, like most females, they'll chase the money and the, and the luxury lifestyle and stuff, what they got to provide. But I'm not even thinking about that. I want to get my own bag and we just build together. Nice. Don't really come across too many women like that. That's- yeah, that's how I be thinking. But <laughs> I just think like women, if you if women date professional athletes or any celebrity, it's like it's a business transaction. That's that's how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna tell you why. Because in that world, men are are it's a lot of temptation. You gonna you have to know that you're gonna get cheated on when you're dating somebody that's in the you know celebrity or professional athlete world. You're gonna get cheated on, so you have to figure out what do you want out of that. You just want the luxury lifestyle, be a housewife, take care of the kids, or are you going to, you know, when they, when a guy gives you money, are you going to invest that money and start a business too as well mm-hmm. on the side of that? And most women don't think like that. They'd be miserable. So knowing that these guys are cheating on you, you still deal with them? I don't, I, I don't date professional athletes anymore uh-huh. because I don't want to be cheated on. Because but, I think they cheat. I think they cheat. But not all of them. I'm not gonna say all of them. Okay. But some do. Now, what about regular guys? You don't think they cheating? Of course they cheat, but it's easy for me to find out though, too. How? Because I got investigators on my team. Investigators? Yeah. I got friends who do investigations for me. Ain't no way. Yeah. There's no way you'll find out about cheating. I got got (laughs) FBI female friends that's gonna find out. But they gonna follow me? Uh, Don't worry about that, we gonna find out. Mm -hmm. You know, they go through the Instagram and Facebook. It's, It's always that one girl with a like or a comment then we go back to the page, <laughs> and then we see on the story that you with her. Like, we gonna find out mm. that you out here, you know, cheating. Mm. But it's cool, though. Because you, you know gonna I mean? cheat, too? No, I don't cheat. I'm loyal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loyal. I don't cheat. I'm loyal. I don't got no reason to cheat. What am I cheating for? You know what I mean? I'm saying, but when you find out he's doing... No, nah, I'm just gonna leave the situation. Mm-hmm. Because who wants to be cheated on? Mm-hmm. Like it comes with a, it comes with a lot it comes with a lot of emotion. And then another thing too, like I hate when men cheat on females and not use protection. I think that's disgusting. If you're gonna cheat, at least use protection. 
while bringing that back to your to your um, partner. That's true. If you're gonna cheat, that's just that's just my opinion. If you're gonna cheat, cheat, but cheat responsibly. Cheat responsibly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> so are you single now? I'm single. I'm dating. You said you had a roster. Yeah. Uh-huh. Did I? That what you said? Uh, something like that. Got my options open. Trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you say roster, how many people on this roster? Like a basketball team, football team, what? No. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like three. That ain't, that ain't bad. Three. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You have to minimize it. It's too many headaches. Yeah. Yeah. Got to minimize the roster. Mm-hmm. It can't be everywhere with everybody. You know what I mean? You got to figure out the schedule and stuff like that. Yeah. To really figure out who you really want to be with. Okay, so are you giving them all equal time? Are they like living in different states? One, jo- one Georgia, one uh, different states. Uh-huh. Different states, you know. That's how you're playing keep, it. Okay. You gotta keep it separate. You a player? I'm not a player. Just crush a lot. I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Crushing. <laughs> but there's nothing wrong with dating. You have to keep your options open. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You gotta figure out who who is a person you want to build a future with. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I'm doing. I think it's healthy. I think I'm um, just trying to see who I want to build a future with. I want to see who's going, you know, going to have the entrepreneur mindset that I need, the support mm-hmm. that I need, mm-hmm. you know, the one that's going, you know, love on me the best, mm-hmm. the one that I can build a family with. So I got to make, I got to see a person when they're mad and happy mm-hmm. to figure out if I want to be with this person too as well. You got to see all personalities. So mm-hmm. that's why I'm taking my time to figure out who is the person that I want to spend, a, you know, I guess the rest of my life with. I feel you. I think, I think dating openly is very healthy. I think um, it it help, it prevents you from wasting time. Mm-hmm. Like if you just got your, your your energy on one person and that fuck up, it's like, damn, I didn't waste nine months. I didn't waste a whole year dealing with this person. Yeah. When I got three options and y'all just fall off as it, and then, you know, last man standing, okay. Yeah, so last man standing. So that's that's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Trying to figure out who's gonna be the last man standing for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah. Let's get back to business, man. Is that cool? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah okay, I'm just making sure. Ain't nothing wrong having a roster. Shout out to Lori Harvey, coach. <laughs> <laughs> that's who, that's who motivates you right now. That's. I, I rock with Lori. Lori, she doing her thing. You don't think Lori a thought? Never. I don't think she a thought hmm. because man's doing the same thing she doing, but she get the backlash because she's a woman. Right. And I don't like it. Right, but that, she's dating. She's trying to figure out who she like. Different personalities. Trying to figure out who she like. She go from. And y'all go from. We could do that though. No, you can't. Uh. Uh-uh. Lori, Team Lori Hart. Team Lori. Shout out to Lori. You're doing your thing. Ain't nothing wrong with it. You, she having a good time for not a long time. I really wish I could just like speak high, speak on uncut. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying though, right? Going from man to man. Like okay, But it's not but it's not overnight. She she literally <clears throat> dating these people like for you know a year, a couple of months. You know what I mean? Trying to figure out who last man standing. She she. Okay, being okay. All right, let's let's put it like this. Today's episode is brought to you by Rich and Unemployed Clothing. Listen, have you guys checked out the website? 
Have you guys copped some merch? You can do so while watching this episode right now. So if you haven't done so, go ahead. It's right there at the bottom. Go ahead, click. Go to the website. Go ahead and copy some merch. Man, we got these new hoodies in. We got headscarves in. We got hats. We got caps. We got the black and gold rich and unemployed cap. So make sure you guys tap in, grab some merch while watching this episode. Because listen, I'm giving it to you, giving it to you good. Wait, pause. All right, back to the episode. In the entrepreneur world, right? Uh-huh. You know, it's a, it's a small circle. Everybody yeah. be around each other. Everybody see each other. We be at the same events. We at the... Okay. Uh-huh. So let's just say, all right, you dating this one person. Uh-huh. And then, all right, it didn't work out. Six months went by. Now you went on to the next person. Everybody's seeing this. Yeah. All right, that didn't work out. Let me go to the next person. Yeah. And then the next person. Yeah. So, like, when we go to this this mastermind, Princess then had five of y'all. So, look, cool. though. But look, though. That's cool. I don't date within my circle. I'm like a low-key dater. Mm. Like, I date people that people don't know. But this is Lori Harvey, though. This is Lori Harvey. But the thing is, you she, just dated, out. That's, she, you, she, she dated people in different industries, though. She dated a soccer player, a rapper, an actor. So, that's different industries. They're not going to ever run into each other. Like, for example, let's talk about when Chris Brown and Meek Mill and Trey Songz date people. It be in the same circle. They be recycling girls. Mm-hmm. Same Instagram girls, same whatever girls. You know what I mean? Y'all, they recycling the same females that we see on Instagram. Louis Harvey not doing that. It's different industries. They only, they not even friends. Definitely different industries, but they're not friends though. They're yeah. not. They, you you never seen them hang out with each other. They're not friends. So I you think know. it's fair. I think she's doing the right thing. It's fair game. I'm pretty sure like all her relationships wasn't publicized. Yeah, low key, low key dating. I'm pretty sure she's in the with multiple rappers. Low-key dater. Mo- multiple actors. Low-key dater. That's how supposed to be. Everything not meant for the internet. It ain't the internet, but I'm saying these people know. The people that's amongst these oh, people know. But it ain't out, so we don't know. You probably know. You probably got inside scoop, but nobody else know. Mm-hmm. Shout out, shout out to Lori Harvey. Shout out to Princess Dior. <laughs> they on that type of time. They doing their thing out here in the streets. Got a roster. It's cool. <laughs> so what's next for you? Princess Dior. What's next for me? Um, I'm just out here helping my students create six-figure businesses. That's 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 what's next for me. How long you How long you been doing mentorship? I've been doing mentorships for a year and a half now. Mm-hmm. I have over a thousand students. Thousand. Thousands. Thousand students. Right um, now, today, yeah. like in your program. Yeah, in my program. Uh-huh. Over a thousand students in my program, um, and a lot of them are taking action. Some people don't take action, but a lot of them are taking action. Like they're fixing their credit, getting funding, and a lot of my students have, um, you know, Airbnb businesses, real estate, uh-huh. vending machine businesses, uh, car rental too as well. So you don't think I have a, I had a lot of mentees my first year that got into my mentorship um, first week and quit their job because of the information I gave them. Mm. How much are you charge for this mentorship? So the mentorship is uh, twenty four ninety seven. Okay, twenty four hundred. Yeah, twenty four hundred. So this is a lifetime. Lifetime, lifetime access. So every time I get new information, they get it. Mm. Every time I get a new, you know, coaching call, somebody a guest come on, they get it for free. I don't even charge. And it, uh, all thousand of these people pay twenty four ninety seven. It was like different price points. It was twenty four ninety seven, uh, and then what else they paid? When I first started, it was two thousand. So, yeah. Let's do the math. A thousand. Don't do the math. Don't do the math. Don't, don't count my pockets. <laughs> nah. Ah. Nah. We chilling. 
<laughs> a lot of them are getting it. They, a lot of them are getting their money back on their investment, though. I'm not gonna lie because I over deliver on everything that I do. That's mm -hmm. my goal. I want to over deliver on all information that I get them so they can, so I can help change their life. You gotta think about it. Some of these people have given me their last. Yeah. So it's my duty Thanks. to make sure that I give them the correct information um, to you know run and play whatever niche they want to get into. Right. So if they spend their last. How they gonna? Well, all they gotta do is get their credit right, get funded. And yeah, and that's get it. Get back on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the same thing I did. When I invested in my mentor, I, I used my last $5,000 and it literally changed my life within eight months. I did a, I got fired from my job. I didn't tell you that. I got fired from my job last year. I uh, worked in healthcare for six years. Nobody knew because I don't post like my job. Oh, you were still doing healthcare while being in the city? I'm yes, I was still, I was working nine to five and building a business on the side. So when I got fired, um, by the grace of God, um, gave me time to focus on my business. And when I got, that month I got fired, I did 50K in a month, and then the next month I did another 50K. So I made my yearly salary within 60 days. Should have been got fired. Should have been got fired, right? Yeah. But a lot of people who have nine to fives, we fear it. Mm -hmm. We fear that it might not work. We fear that we need to have extra income coming in mm -hmm. for our expenses for the next six months. That's what I was thinking. Like, I'm just gonna save us some money to when I do quit, I, at least I got money to, you know, to pay my bills for six months and figure out this entrepreneur stuff. But, you know, you got to take a leap of faith and not eliminate fear mm -hmm. for you to really reach your goals. And that's what I did. And luckily, I have a great accountability partners, too, in my village, in my circle yeah. that motivate me, that support support me on everything that I do. So mm -hmm. that's what helped me, too, as well. So how's your mentorship work? Does Is it like um, weekly calls? or? So I get two coaching calls a month and they get a course. So you can um, do the course as fast as you want, as slow as you want. Mm -hmm. And, and of course, got all the information. All the information: how to build a six-figure credit repair business, six-figure credit repair business, a trade line business, a funding business, and then from there, I teach you how to build your business credit up too, as well, which is very important. Um, I'll also teach you about um, trust, trust too, as well, so you can protect your assets mm -hmm. too, as well. When you're making all this money, make sure you get a trust too, as well, because I know you get in the bag, so it's not to hook you up on the trust um, information. <laughs> Um, and then from there, I'm teaching them, you know, about Airbnb, uh, car rentals, real estate, um, how to create a course too as well, digital products mm -hmm. too as well. So I'm giving them different niches to where they can really run out the bag. So they have a lot of options to choose from after they fix their credit and get funded. That's what's up. I like that. I like that you're helping people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I got to him the mogul. He did. <laughs> no CEO. It's the confidence no boss. for me. I'm a mogul, I'm yeah. impacting the community. I'm authority of everything that I do. Like, I really want to, like, impact. That's mm -hmm. why I think God put me on this earth to, like, really impact, you know, the world. How much money do you think you have spent on self-development? I didn't spend so much money. Uh, probably close to maybe, like, 60000 on self-development. That's for, like, mentorships? That's mentorships, like masterminds, conferences, mm -hmm. a lot of stuff that I probably um, invested in. So that's why I say I like to invest in different people's mentorships, mastermind, because there's always some information that I don't know mm -hmm. that I can bring back to my mogul family to help them. Mm -hmm. It's probably one information that they're missing that I gave them that it was like took their business to the next level. Uh -huh. Just off me going to an event. Yeah. And I always tell my mentees, like, they need to go to events too as well, because events build your business mm -hmm. as well. Explain that. So we just want to invest fast, right? And I just did a couple of people mastermind last weekend too that they invited me to. Mm -hmm. Just off me going to InvestFest, I was able to show my face 
and do start a relationship with some people I met off Instagram, gave them some key valuable information on credit and business credit, and now we're gonna do a joint venture together, right? Now we're gonna do business together. Then another thing was I did a mastermind for a couple of people and me giving their students everything that I have made them look at me different, like, yo, I gotta do business with Princess. So that's another joint venture that I'm gonna be able to do another business transaction I'm gonna be able to do with them based off the information and value that mm -hmm. I gave their students. One of the masterminds that you did go to um, told me, the, you know, whoever held it, <clears throat> he said that you dropped some bars. He yeah. said, because I had left before you went on. Yeah. What bars did you give? Because what, what, what game you was giving out? I gave a lot of game. I'm all bars, no fluff, like for real, in real life. So I went in there and gave them like the funded 90 day sequence. That's like, I keep talking about this funding stuff. Like you got to use other people's money mm -hmm. to get rich. Cause you got to think about it. Why would you use your savings account to make an investment in something that you don't know that's gonna work, right? Mm -hmm. You will be sick to your stomach if you use your whole 100K that you saved for 10 years and you lose it in the business. Where, let's just say you, use 100, you lose 100K from a, um, the, credit, the creditors and it doesn't work out. That's cool, we can always fix your credit. You can always file bankruptcy. That's what rich people, that's what rich wealthy people do. Right. When businesses don't work, they file bankruptcy, right? Mm -hmm. And it goes away. Right, so I showed them a 90 day funding sequence, how to get 100K plus in funding. Uh, I went in there and talked about trust. Like trust is very important. Like asset protection is very important when we're making all this money, we don't think about it, mm -hmm. right? Like you need to own nothing, control everything, right? You can literally put your cars in a trust. So now it's no liability on you mm -hmm. at all. Having, um, I gave them this play creating an LLC with your full name and building business credit in there. So now you gotta use your social security number no more. Mm -hmm. So now when you're going to get these apartments, instead of putting your SSN number, you put in your EIN number, right? Now you're not having no hard time getting an apartment because you already built up your business credit. Right. So you haven't, so if your personal credit is horrible, build your business credit up. It's not gonna, it's not gonna cost you nothing at all. Mm -hmm. So you can run that play too as well. You can put bills in your um, LLC full name, um, anything that you want, just based off you having great business credit having a great Paydex 80 score. So I gave him that play, it was, it was just the broker play, how to get a mini, how to get over like 30 plus cars, um, brokering cars and making, like I said, I got into the business of car rentals, bad credit, no money by running, you know, JV deals with other mm -hmm. people, leveraging other people's cars. Mm -hmm. Cause you gotta think about it. Why would you go out and get 10 cars in your name and your business? Now all that liability is on you mm -hmm. where I can get two cars in my business name, use your four cars and just build a fleet like that. Now it's less liability on me, but I'm making sure the management is good. Yeah. So it's what, now we making money together. Mm -hmm. I don't gotta do all the work. I can leverage other people. I'm good at that. I'm good at brokering business deals. I'm gonna find a person with the money and the resources. I'm gonna put the play together. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it was, it was more, but I can't remember. I, <laughs> I, gave so, I gave so much sauce. I was just, I was just going crazy. In there, and then doing uh, how to get collections off within uh, 24 hours too as well, by just changing the addresses on from the creditors too. So if you um, another way you can delete collections from the from your experience changing Equifax is if you call the original creditor and see what address they have on file, just mm -hmm. tell them that you never lived there. They'll update that address to TransUnion, Equifax, and TransUnion, and now it's easier for you to delete that account because it's not associated um, with your your ID that you have on file. Mm. So now when you call, it's like, oh, y'all never lived here, so I don't know where this account came from. And they're gonna delete it over the phone, just like that. Mm. So that's a play too as well, but you know. 
That's a lot of plays, all of my mentorship, you know what I mean? All bars, no club. But I'm gonna give, like I said, I'm gonna give like my friends, masterminds, everything that I have because I really want people to be successful. You know what I mean? I don't mind giving out, you know, free game because your success is my success. I, I love when people say, oh yeah, because of that uh, information you gave me, mm -hmm. you know, I got a, I got my credit score up, you know, 100 points, great. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Now, it's probably change, change their life just off the information I gave them. That's what I love. That's what inspires me and motivates me to like to go harder every single day. So people that want to join your mentorship, can you give me the link and get people a discount? Yeah, so if you text 323-622-7071 and you text Rich, I will send you a link to a free course and you'll get a discount for my Business Mogul Master Course too as well that I, that hasn't even dropped yet, but they text that number, they'll get exclusive access. Text Rich. Rich. So you text Rich to 323-622-7071, and I'll make sure to give you a free course, and you also get my exclusive mentorship course too as well. Thanks. With all the things that you do, what was your biggest financial month? How much was it? Yeah. 100, I think 116K. 116K. Yeah. Of everything. Everything. Hmm. 116K. Does that come around often? So, I ain't gonna say often, but it was consistent. Yeah. And some months, you know, it go down. I ain't gonna lie. I'm not gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. sometimes you got bad months. It happens. But yeah, yeah. being consistent. I had a couple of 100K consistent months though. Mm. It was great. But sometimes, you know, entrepreneurship, it gets a roller coaster. Yeah, it, gets, yeah. it gets wicked out here. And um, one thing that I learned because of, it went down because my merchant account, um, Stripe shut down my merchant account. So I lost a lot of momentum. It was down for like three months and it was holding my money. Mm. So on that, when that happened, I had to figure out how I can make extra money. You know what I mean? Because I was so worried. I was, that money was literally from like mentorships and digital courses. Mm -hmm. I was running back up. So then I was just like, it had me thinking like, this is a time for me to really take my investment portfolio serious. So just think about it. If I would have had 10K plus a month coming in consistently with like the car rentals, the Airbnb, the real estate and the trucking business, stuff like that, I wouldn't even be worried about that 100K not coming in because I still have consistent money from my portfolio investment. So that's what I learned on that journey is making sure I'm building up my investment portfolio too as well. So if I do have a down month from digital courses, I'm still good. I don't gotta worry about, you know, that digital course money. Mm -hmm. If something does happen that I can't control. Thanks. And so, yeah, that's what I'm worried. And my, and my big bro Lamar taught me that too as well. So I got, like I said, I got a village. I got a, I got a good team around me, for mm -hmm. real. They teach me stuff when stuff happen, and it's depressing, you know what I mean? Going through that, having your money held up by strike. A lot of money. You did get it. I got it back. Mm -hmm. But I was I was sad and depressed, though. It, it killed my business, it killed my motivation. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> it hurt my soul. Yeah. It was a lot. So how did you gain your momentum back? They released uh, the money? He was like, I No, nah, I went to go get a new merchant account. Uh -huh. So my ass team, um, JR, he helped me get a new merchant account, and then we ran the bag back up. So, as I said, you gotta have resources. I always find the source to help with my problem. Mm -hmm. So I gotta find that solution to the problem. So that's what happened. Dope. Well, I appreciate this interview. Um, Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I need to get my credit fixed. <clears throat> I got you. I need um, a couple plays we talked about. <laughs> I got you. I got you. But wait, wait, wait. Before we end, mm -hmm. I wanna get one more play out. Is Go that ahead. cool? Yeah. Okay. So this is for the ladies. 
And we talked about this at the Invest Fest. Mm -hmm. Remember Play With? No. You don't remember? Okay. It was a clothes play. So, ladies. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So, ladies. So, during COVID, you know, LA was shut down. I couldn't rent no cars out. So, what I did was I thought outside the box and I started to rent out my luxury items, like my purses. Um, my shoes, uh, my designer clothes, the stylists, YouTubers, rappers, whoever was making content, I was renting them out. And I was literally making, you know, $5,000, $10,000 a month off just renting my clothes and letting stylists um, use my clothes for their showroom too as well. And then one person asked me for a Hermes bag. Did I say that right, Hermes? Hermes. Hermes, thank you for correcting me. You gotta, you gotta correct me. Hermes bag and paid me 5K a day for it. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbird styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Super Light Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So what can you do in a super light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Code SUPER24.